Happy fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and the sisters. We are considering the the work that the mother Kyati conducts drawing support from the prajapati bhrugu bhrugu means brilliance khyati means application of that brilliance means application of that brilliance. The application has its double function of expansion, expansion, contraction. 
it also has in its potential the principle of death and the principle of transcending death it also has in its potential the principle of prana our life force and the process of accomplishing with the help of prana the sacred sound to to transcend into regions of immortality so the agnya center which is represented by bhurgu and which is whose function is khyati has many sided abilities these abilities are kunchan dagisa these abilities are cherished in creation and the the brilliance that this prajapati transmits is what we call the light of gayatri <clears throat> it is the light of gayatri that she that transmitted that is transmitted through him we speak of bhargo deva bhargo deva asya deva bhargaha really the brilliance is we relate to the source of the brilliance and that brilliance comes to us through agnya center therefore the contemplation at agnya center is not only fulfilling but also enables one to be all potent it is you gain the power which we call the potential the potential of the divinity is gained the knowledge of the divinity is gained and is therefore considered to be the most sublime state that one can accomplish by relating to bhrugu the mantra gayatri when we chant we should visualize the light in the head and that light through the eye through the third eye center of us is transporting itself into every nook and corner of our body and further transmitting emitting the light through every part of our body that's how gayatri has to be invoked the all permeating light shall receive its focus into our agnya center from there it is transmitted through our nervous system 
into every detail of our body. The very mantra of Gayatri, which you all know, is seeking embrace, embracement of that light. That Savitur Varenyam. Let that light that, that flows through central sun may embrace us all and then stimulate our wills. For that we contemplate upon Gayatri. So that is the brilliance that is expressed through the Ajna center is what we call the brilliance of Savitru or Savita. Meaning the central sun. Central sun is the sun to our sun. We have central sun at Ajna and the sun whom we know at, at the heart. Cosmic sun at Sahasara. For this detail you can refer to the book on sun. The book on sun gives the triple sun and it's functioning in us. So it is Bhrugu that conducts enlightenment, conducts enlightenment. It is Bhrugu who enables embracement of light into our entire being. So therefore it is another dimension relating to Khyati. There can be no better benefit than this to the human beings that it, it enables reception and transmission of the light of the central sun. Then again, there is another lady, another feminine aspect of Bhrugu, which is called Vushyana, Vushyana. Khyati is said to be one female dimension. Vushyana is another female dimension, meaning a distinct nature within the Prajapati Bhru. When we say wife, it's nature. We, we are speaking of the nature of that principle. This is also of great importance, the second, another dimension which we call Ushana. Ushana means uh, residence, residence. Residence means something that contains, something that holds, we are, we are residing in this house, the house is containing us. If this water is residing in this glass, the glass is the, it's called Ushyana, container. The light that is emitted, the brilliance that is emitted is one aspect. Containing that light into a form is another aspect. For example, we have electricity coming into the, the filament. The filament contains the electricity. Container is important. This container is also the nature of 
దిస్ ప్రజాపతి భృగు దిస్ థర్డ్ ప్రజాపతి అండ్ హీ హాస్ అనదర్ నేచర్ అండ్ దేర్ ఫర్ హర్ సిమిలర్ ఆస్పెక్ట్ ఈస్ గివెన్ అనదర్ నేమ్ యాజ్ భూషణ అపార్ట్ ఫ్రమ్ ఖ్యాతి దేర్ ఇస్ భూషణ సో దిస్ భూషణ కంటైన్స్ ది బ్రిలియన్స్ and this brilliance the contain when the brilliance is contained in a form it is called a spark a spark the spark of light this spark of light is called shukra or venus sukra or venus it generates energy it is called the sperm whenever in the male it constitutes the sperm in the female it constitutes the ovum the sperm or the ovum is the most brilliant tissue half the human body there are seven tissues for the human body seven tissues the grasses being the bone the grasses of the seven tissues is the bone the subtlest of the seven tissues is this sperm this sperm has the ability to reproduce this sperm has the ability to reproduce regenerate it is like the germinating principle in a seed it can cause regeneration it is one of the most sublime functions of the principle of venus and that it regenerates man can regenerate himself through this sperm in his sperm he exists his brilliance exists that's why the veda says the one whom we call the son is no other than the father reborn the one whom we call the son is no other, no other than the father reborn that's why we say atmavai putra namasi is only the self that comes down as the son as father so the son as father so the son why because it is the brilliance which is the essence of the father that takes birth to the to, to the sperm generated as the sun if you recollect jesus the christ says the father and the son are one and the same i and i and my father in heaven are one and the same because father is regenerated as sun and through son again the father comes back 
This is how there is continuity. Father, son, again through the son, the father comes. Again through the father, the son comes. This is how there is the science of regeneration, <coughs> which is conducted by Venus. It's a sublime function of Venus. It is called the one who is bound to die can regenerate himself. There is this story how the teacher Sukra causes regeneration of the mortals who are bound to die. There is a path of immortality, there is a path of regeneration of souls who experience death. So this regeneration is an, is an account of the feminine principle which is called Ushana. It contains the very essence of the brilliance of the Father. Contains the very essence of the brilliance of the Father and that forms the first tissue. It is called Sukra. It is so brilliant, it can be made more brilliant. It can be made more brilliant by one's own practices. Its degeneration is called dissipation of energy. When, when there is an, evol- an involution of this pen, then there is the downflow of that brilliance. So the seers who knew the value of this pen, they utilized this pen to regenerate only for purposes of proffering bodies to the incarnating souls and for the rest of the time they were using this sperm that is generated in them to reverse its direction from Agnya to Sahasrara instead of letting it flow through the Sushumna Kalam via Muladhara and the genitals by doing excessively a downward flow of this energy, one denies to himself the brilliance that is bestowed on him. It is called the abuse of the brilliance as is given to him. That is how all these sex regulations have come to be. The Prajapati is, as I said, all of them are naturally inclined to relate to Sahasrara. They stay at Ajna and they relate to Sahasrara. It is only for purposes of helping the creation and enabling the beings beings to gain bodies for existence in various planes these Prajapatis, patriarchs, they cooperate with the Creator in bringing out billions and billions of beings into the various planes of creation. 
Ashwadi's Prajapati is attached to be the true procreators who who have been able to bring out the souls which are intensely oriented for incarnation. In the beginning of the creation, there is an intense inclination for the souls to get into incarnation and to fulfill that which they did not fulfill in the previous incarnation. So someone has to help them to get back and then work out. And that work is entrusted to Prajapatis by the Creator. That's why chiefly the ten Prajapatis multiply and give their brilliance to the incarnating souls so that they can continue to fulfill themselves. That's how we have the statement coming ten times ten. Ten times ten the wheel rotates in the sense. In all the ten states of consciousness they give out beings according to the quality of those beings, according to the quality of their their own beings. Having done that, they don't anymore indulge into the activity of sex. This is what one understood. A man and a woman would not involve into excessive sex activity since they are only discharging that which is available to them to gain brilliance and to gain the sublime kingdoms. The kingdoms of light cannot be gained when you are abusing that energy which is generated in you. So therefore they reverse the order of the flow of the sperm. They reverse the flow of the order of the sperm. That's why the the energies which are intended to move upwards, they are set downwards when you are into sex activity. Therefore, the wisdom science says, moderate sex activity for purposes of cooperating with incarnating souls is part of the law of creation. Excessive sex activity for the sake of sex without causing the necessary preferring of bodies to incarnating souls is an indulgence and its ignorance. It is an indulgence, it is an ignorance. It degenerates a man to be a dull head a dull head. The brilliance flows down. So the brain which presides over the whole system, its content is slowly drawn down and the brain content is drained out. So here this Vushana, the, the, the containing principle contains the brilliance and forms the sperm which is called Sukra. 
this tissue, the seventh tissue is called Sukra in Sanskrit. Sperm in English. What you call spermatozoa in, in, the, in English is what we call in Sanskrit Sukra. This Sukra has a, a purpose for preparing bodies to incarnating souls. This we can do. Therefore, sex activity was originally intended by wisdom as a responsibility which you discharge by preferring bodies to some beings. Then your debt to the Creator is over. Thereafter, it is the same sperm which you utilize the power of it. You turn the brilliance upwards and realize the thousand petal lotus and remain as a gem in the thousand petal lotus which we call the state of Manipadne whom the gem in the lotus which is also called the state of Brahman. And Master Sivivi wants us to realize Brahman and be embodiments of Brahman. He proposes that we all reach Sahasrara and stay put there, preside over the whole life activity, staying at the top of the head. That is how the sex activity and its purpose is understood. Only for preferring bodies and at other times you utilize the same spermatozoa for your further enlightenment. For your further enlightenment. That's how the CS function. And that is what they recommended to the posterity. So this spermatozoa which is called Sukra it is an important principle in creation which comes out of Ajna center or the center of Bhrugu who function, whose nature is Ushana, he can create this That's where we have the most brilliant causal body, the most brilliant causal body, the one who regularly resides in the Ajna center by by inclination, he resides in Agnya Center, but not in solar plexus. Normal humans, they are generally located in solar plexus with the related thoughts. It's an activity of fire, continuous. It's like a fire ritual. You keep on thinking, 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 and burning, burning the energies at solar plexus. That's the state for normal humans because we are mind-oriented and thought-oriented. But the same fire in the upper regions tends to be solar light and even cosmic light, isn't it? The fire below the diaphragm is a frictional, is a frictional fire. The fire below the diaphragm is frictional fire. The fire between the diaphragm and the throat is solar fire. In the sense, between the diaphragm and Agnya, it's the solar. Thereafter, it is cosmic fire. 
So from solar one would like to tend to be cosmic than to get into frictional fire. So this sukra is therefore very helpful when we redirect its movement. And that is what is presided over by the principal Venus. It is the principal Venus that that has the body which we call the planet Venus. Planet Venus is the body of the principle, just like our body is but a visible aspect of our being. So, Sukra has double purpose. He can enable regeneration and continuity of dynasty on the planet. It's a dimension that river dynasty shall continue on the planet. By this you have, you are pleasing the third logos. The third logos whom we call the creator, his work is to create forms and enable the souls to enter these forms and fulfill their purposes. It is his work. So when you do that, the creator is pleased. But if you just use that energy only for the joy of sex, it is considered to be ignorance. Abuse of Parvatazava, abuse of Parvatazava and Ovam would result in discontinuity of your dynasty and the planet. There would be a discontinuity. That means there is no further chain of yours on the planet. When there is no succession to you, you are not promoted. When your work is taken over by someone, you can take the higher one. When there is no successor to you, you have to come back and do the same work. The son should succeed father, the student should succeed the teacher, then only the teacher is delivered or discharged. Likewise, the father is discharged and delivered when son assumes the same quality of functioning on the planet. Then the son gives birth to another son, the grandson and the great-grandson. By the time, in the dynasty, the great-grandson happens. The first one is already out of the sun because he contributes to his ascent. For this reason, continuation of dynasty was considered a great responsibility. Any human, be it male or female, they cannot, they, they have a responsibility to ensure that their chain is maintained on the planet and they conduct the work on it so that he can move to Sukra. And when the grandson is born and he continues the same work, then your son comes to Sukra and you go to Mercury. And then your grandson use birth to another son whom we call the great-grandson. He continues the work on it. Then your grandson moved to Venus, 
సన్ మూవ్స్ టు మెర్కరీ అండ్ యూ మూవ్ టు సన్ దట్స్ హౌ దెర్ ఈస్ ఫెసిలిటీ క్రియేటెడ్ వెన్ యూ ఇన్ష్యూర్ త్రూ ది ఫ్యామిలీ సిస్టమ్ ది కంటిన్యూటీ ఆఫ్ ది వర్క్ ఆఫ్ గుడ్ విల్ ఇఫ్ యువర్ సన్ డస్ ఎనిథింగ్ రాంగ్ యువర్ ఫుల్ డౌన్ ఇఫ్ యువర్ స్టూడెంట్ does certain things which are wrong you are pulled down as a teacher the teachers are pulled down by their students when the students do not behave well that is why the teacher is very very selective in accepting a student the teacher is very selective in accepting a student because he must ensure that in no case his student shall misbehave if he misbehaves the student is pulling the leg of the teacher and when he the teacher is pulled down the teacher's teacher is also pulled down and the teacher's teacher's teacher is also pulled down it's a chain that is what is given by global globe change concept of globe change is not just limited to the planet we are also a planet in a different dimension so you may you you have in you is better the responsibility that you uplift your teacher by by continuing his work the more you continue his work and manifest it you are uplifting your teacher if you are doing the contrary in his name you are pulling him down regularly we catch the two legs and pull him down so is the case with the sun so is the case with the sun when the sun dies which is not lawful the father is pulled down that's why in our invocation we say avatumam avatuvakaram isn't it you, you chanted but you should know the the meaning was given long ago and i hope everyone knows it when he chants it avatumam avatu vaktaram may may i be protected may may my may the teacher be protected see teacher is protected when you do the righteous acts teacher is exposed to certain crises when you do things otherwise so what is teacher student relation is also the father son relation so therefore shukra gives us two dimensions one is bringing down responsible souls it's not that we have any kind of a son if you have any kind of a son through that son you you receive more worries than joy isn't it there are mothers and fathers who are regularly troubled by their children isn't it when you are so very regularly troubled by your children you would think why at all i give birth to them it would have been a happier situation 
if i had not given birth to this this way so that that should not happen therefore it is sukra either for internal upward movement or external movement he presides over it for the details relating to it there is a story which you can relate to which is explained in the book mysteries of sagittarius it was recently released a month ago now a year ago mysteries of sagittarius there is a path of procreation called pitriyana there is a path of movement into the planes of light the lighted path and the procreating path the two paths are presided over by venus sakra that's why for all esoteric experiences for unfoldment of esoteric dimensions in you what we call the occult revelations the principle that presides is sukra that jupiter jupiter informs but your association with sukra enables you to realize the sublime interior worlds of light like this subtle world as also the causal world and lead you up to your ajna center from where you can further relate to brahman such is the work which is made possible through bhrugu the third prajapati and his nature are female who we call usena usena this should be born in mind so these are all the dimensions relating to the functioning of the third center in us which is ajna when normally take ajna as to be the second center after sahasrara but the the scripture speaks of a, a center beyond sahasrara marichi and kala then a sahasrara atri and anasuya at ajna it is bhrugu and khyati and bhrugu and ushana when you speak of ushana you also have the principle of formation formation see before that there is there are no formations but because of ushana there is a formation when there is a formation then there is the the essence can be contained in it and the most sublime container is called usana meaning the causal body the causal body which is full of brilliant diamond light that's why for this for the birth of causal body in us the center at ajna shall have to be opened that is the reason why 
కాంటెంప్లేషన్స్ ఆర్ డాన్ ఆఫ్ లైఫ్ అండ్ ఆజ్ఞ బై సీఎస్ దోజర్ కాల్ ది తపస్ ఫిల్స్ తపస్ ది కాంటెంప్లేటింగ్ సెంటర్ ఈజ్ ఆజ్ఞ దట్స్ వై ది నోవర్ ఆల్వేస్ డిజైర్ దట్ వై రికలెక్ట్ ది ఇంపార్టెన్స్ ఆఫ్ ది సెంటర్ అండ్ సజెస్టెడ్ దట్ ఆన్ ఎ డైలీ బేసిస్ as you enter into the work you re- you recollect the center by touching that center either with the ring finger or with the middle finger and as an add on to that recollection they say set some mark over there so that it is it stimulates the energies of agni this this custom comes from the cs from the prajapati that we set a bromark the tradition of om bromark comes from the sublime cs who are the forerunners of this humanity <coughs> they are the ones through whom we all came through and therefore when you get that kind of inspiration you would start marking the at the agya they they start with bro and then go up to agya and even sometimes they even make a vertical column isi maasari ke it is a vertical column it means i am i am hell bent meaning very strongly decided that i shall move upwards there is so there are so many dimensions of this and in fact if you see the bible the the, the genealogy of christ is given in the bible from whom from abraham to jesus how the lineage has been the lineage is given in olden times they used to set the lineage on the the rod that they hold the rod of wisdom if you go through the rod you know from whom who has come from whom who has come from whom who has come this is what is maintained in india even today if you can if you are asked to whom do you belong to which prajapati you belong to which prajapati you belong there is a way to notice it and it is passed on from generation to generation generation to generation the lineage is known when you know the lineage you shall have to know that prajapati what is his function but for what he is in creation am i in tune with him is a question am i functioning in tune with him if you claim to be some rishis if you if you claim to be some rishis species it's not enough if you just claim it to be are you in tune with that the spirit of that prajapati is a question because every prajapati has a great role to play in creation 
aligning with him and receiving the inspiration to do similar work as he did is most important thing to do that's how the lineages are maintained in ancient times today most of the humanity they do not know their lineage because the traditions are lost the traditions are lost so people do not know who to, to which prajapati they belong the question arose how do we relate to our progenitor when we do not know who he is for that the prajapati have given a solution the prajapati have stated that if you do not know your lineage your lineage you can take kashyapa as your prajapati kashyapa the most of the beings and this have come through kashyapa that is the reason why the cells orient to kashyapa and when you are when you decide that the founder of your race is kashyapa he have to do what kashyapa does what is kashyapa all comprehension is is the ultimate isn't kashyapa is born to marichi so kashyapa is the all seeing eye so all seeing eye shall be the goal for each one of the human so that since it is the most high it is suggested that if you do not know specifically your lineage you take it that you belong to kashyapa and work out your comprehensions in a vertical manner there is a comprehension of the world and you can go on expanding your comprehension of the physical plane then there can be a comprehension of the subtle world vertical comprehension move vertical and move horizontal if you move vertical the horizontal comprehensions are also known through vertical movement the beauty of vertical movement is the more and more you move you move vertical in your energy the surroundings are better understood but if you move only horizontally you do not gain the higher understanding that's why the cs says move upwards in your being up to the point where you are beyond your sahasrara that is where kashyapa is so therefore these lineages and the stories of prajapatis have become guidelines for humans to fulfill themselves on the planet the prajapatis are all fulfilled ones prajapati they are all fulfilled ones and they are the centers from whom the solar systems emerge so they are each one for example the great bear as i say each star gives birth to a few solar systems a few solar systems and they guide solar systems 
దట్స్ స్టేట్ ఆఫ్ ఎ ప్రజాపతి అండ్ దేర్ సెంటర్ ఎక్సిస్ట్ ఇన్ ది హ్యూమన్ దట్ ఈస్ ద బ్యూటీ ఆఫ్ ది హ్యూమన్ ది వన్ హూ గివ్స్ బర్త్ టు సోలార్ సిస్టమ్స్ he has also ensured that his center is in us in hindi human through that center you can relate to him so these are some more dimensions of prajapati which have come to be and with this we conclude the introduction of the work of the third prajapati and the third and fourth female that is khyati and ushana then we come to the throat center the throat center where we have the seer angiras angiras and his nature or his lady is said to be shraddha shraddha means a deep commitment so very deep commitment there is no true translation to this word in english shraddha when it is there you are very devotional when shraddha is there you are there you are very dedicated when shraddha is there you are very committed when shraddha is there you are very much consecrated when shraddha is there you your energy is completely focused over there these are all the dimensions of shraddha it is what we call here and now you are so well focused you are so well focused when you have the focus in relation to something you get the best out of it isn't it there is thing when you are deeply focused then you get the best out of it when you are casual you, you don't get the, the scriptures are there but a folk there can be variety of reading the scriptures but to get the essence of the scripture how do you get it? when teacher speaks how do you get the essence of the teaching in any concept how do you get the best the very core of understanding of that that nature in us is called shraddha it is only those who have this faculty they are eligible for knowledge otherwise they are not eligible for that there is a statement in bhagavad gita which says shraddhavan labhate gyanam even who has nourished this principle of shraddha it is he who is who stands eligible to gain the pure knowledge otherwise he gains some kind of distorted versions of knowledge because he is not so very committed he is not so very consecrated he is not so very focused he is not so very devoted he is not so very dedicated all these words together is shraddha 
It's not just with one word in English you cannot explain so much. That is the quality of the throat. <coughs> throat is a magical center. Throat is a magical center. And man is bestowed with it. It's an endowment on man. Man is endowed with the throat and the related speech. Others don't have it. Neither the devas have it, nor the animals have it. Only humans have it. It is the fourth center. And we are the fourth, we belong to the fourth kingdom. Human kingdom is the fourth kingdom, either from above onwards or from below upwards. So how do you use it? How do you use it? If you know how to function with the throat center, you get the essence of anything and everything. And angirans, the very meaning, the angirans itself means the essence of the limbs of yourself as also the essence of the limbs of creation, the parts of creation. Angulus. Content of the being, the being, because the, what is the essence of every being? The, the essence of every being is the soul. So the, the the expression of the soul can happen through through your speeches. You can. Transmit soul quality to the teeth, through your utterance. You can transmit emotion through utterance. You can transmit mental concepts through utterance. That's what we call hearty speeches, you know. Through the heart, the soul expresses. This is what comes through Shraddha. When you have the Shraddha, he have a soul expression. Then when the soul expresses through the throat, then it magnetizes people. Not all people can magnetize. Speeches do not magnetize, but there are some whose speech magnetizes. It not only magnetizes, but also uplifts. Uplifts. It comes when you have the needed Shraddha. The contrary to Shraddha is what we call indifference. Indifference. People are generally indifferent. They are not so very committed, focused, dedicated. They are not. When you apply with this Shraddha to anything, it has to yield fruit. Fruits, it has to be. If you say something, it happens. That's how it is. 
because it is the soul at its expression <coughs> it is the soul at its expression that means angerus is the essence and shraddha expresses it we mostly live in a, a superficial world where we for the sake of social uh, etiquette we keep on talking many things which we don't mean isn't it we talk many things which we don't really mean we we have developed tremendous artificial mannerisms manners and etiquette and uh, only for the sake of being social we say many things which we which the soul does not really mean those are all what we call lip service we say lip service tongue service is not an expression of the soul when the soul is in its expression each expression transmits light transmits light and it gives a deep experience of the essence of the beings that is why it is said that these two angiras and shraddha they are said to have very agreeable forms the children that means the products of angiras and shraddha meaning the functioning of the throat will give out very agreeable attractive magnetic forms that means when they say something the others are drawn to it they because it has such the magnetism of the soul when they say something it is very electrical these are the two qualities of the soul the soul is electrical the soul is magnetic so the electrical part causes enlightenment the magnetic part causes harmonizing from disorder to order through speeches wise men set the listeners from disorder to order and they also enable enlightenment most of the most of the enlightenment happened on the planet in a teacher student relationship isn't it and the teacher functions with the help of the throat and the teacher transmits himself through teaching don't think that is only then he is a real teacher a teacher is not one who explains the concepts of wisdom he transmits himself the soul the soul his soul is transmitted through his expression and that is what is felt as presence by the listener and each one receives the answer many you know they say oh i received many answers to your teaching isn't it but i don't have the the, the list of questions that you hold in you but you are all answered how is it answered it is soul to soul 
which is the soul that permeates to reaching it is not some mental this is not from from some mental or buddhic reservoir you keep on receiving things and transmitting them without your involvement into it he can he can hold something in the mental plane he can hold something in the buddhic plane so the buddhic plane information the mental plane information with the help of the language you keep on transmitting and you are not involved in it do not the lecturers and teachers and the universities colleges don't they transmit some information to you transmission of information is different from transmission of the soul itself when you have angerness with you and the related nature of angerness as shraddha when it comes through you it it goes from soul to soul the essence is received and the essence starts working that's why the masters of wisdom they say the teachings you receive may not immediately be beneficial to you but they are already gone into the deep down into the soul and at much later time they unfold from within at much later time they unfold from within normally we think that when we receive teachings we should get enlightened it is only for that jesus gives a parable jesus gives a parable the farmer sows seeds isn't it he sows seeds does he dug, dig the earth every day to see how the seed has is growing he is very sure that this seeds that he has sown will eventually bring out the field the crop the garden isn't it is is you sow ten seeds here and there into good soil the gardener the gardener is very sure half the invisible growth that the seed is taking to within the earth and he would know the time table by which the seed sprouts and comes out of the earth as as, as a as a crop or as a plant likewise the teacher knows what he is sowing what he sows he knows will one day sprout from the soul via buddhi into mental plane that is the beauty of esoteric teaching it's not like any other teaching it's not a reproduction i am not reproducing anything from the book but i hold the book because it is the main all that i have been speaking from yesterday is not in this book but it happens because that's the beauty of shraddha when you have that you apply that shraddha to anything it is realized you, you get it you get it shraddha is what we call a deep commitment a deep commitment it is not a casual relation it is not an indifferent relation there is no indifference 
ఇట్ ఈస్ నాట్ ఏ హాఫ్ హార్టెడ్ ఫంక్షనింగ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ నాట్ ఏ లిప్ సర్వీస్ ఫోర్ట్ Four daughters and two sons are born. <coughs> That's how the scripture says. The two sons are, one is Jupiter, another is his co-born, Rahaspati. Jupiter is the teacher to the celestials. So the potential, the potential for birth of a teacher is as its throat center. if you wish to be a good teacher which is a functioning of jupiter you shall have to be very 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 responsible about your throat otherwise you cannot be a, a, a teacher of the essence of wisdom you cannot be transmitting the soul energy through your teaching For that, how are you to use your throat center? How are we to use it? How sacred is the throat center? How sacred is the throat center? It is the mother of all utterances. So it should be utilized for sacred utterances. It should be utilized for blessing. it should be generally kept silent it should it should speak out with full intent when it speaks out these are the dimensions that come out in the, in the process gradually the center gives birth to a teacher who can inspire people not all can teach and inspire they may teach, they cannot inspire. The inspiration is naturally developed for the one in whom there is the commitment for sound and silence. Sound and silence. In the initial teachings we had, the importance of sound, how to relate, the discipline of sound is very much given. That discipline when we follow, our throat tends to be extremely pure. That's why it is called Vishuddhi. Vishuddhi means specially purified. Specially purified. It's not by your cleansing, physical cleansing. It is by appropriate utterance of sounds. Appropriate utterance of sacred sounds. avoiding all inappropriate utterances not indulging into speeches there are many regulations relating to it which are given in the book sound there cannot be critical speeches there cannot be manipulative speeches 
there cannot be judgmental speeches there cannot be re misrepresentations all these are all the basic regulations and then use the throat to express what is to be expressed that comes from the core of your being then you become you gain the jupiterian principle taking birth in you brahaspati jupiterian principle takes birth in you only when you have the right discipline relating to the throat not otherwise therefore it is one of the products of angiras and sraddha and then there is the the co-brother to brahaspati a co-brother to brahaspati his name is a bit difficult to pronounce he is called vichadhya 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 he is in a process of learning on one side and is expressing on the other side the throat gives the diamonds now learning from the higher circles and teaching in the lower ut adhya ut means upwards adhyayana is learning learning from higher circles teaching in the surroundings <coughs> these are the two functions that come from angira you see in the introductory part of spiritual astrology master ke right these are from those whom i follow to those who follow me these teachings are from those whom i follow to those who follow me that means it is from higher circles there is a, a learning from higher circles and teaching is in our circles that is how it functions and uh, the ability of this brahaspati is ability to listen the silence he can listen in the upper quarters and express in the lower fields so it's receiving from higher circles and transmitting into the surrounding plane receiving from higher and transmitting into be it a blessing be it a healing be it a teaching anything is receiving from higher circles that's the beauty of the that's the beauty of the throat so these two are bar set to have been born to if you know see for instance when we read this scripture we get the information that angiras has two sons one is brahaspati another is uchadhya what does it mean what does it mean learning from higher circles and teaching to the surroundings with a commitment with the quality of the soul not the personality teaching is not for aggrandizing oneself as a teacher teaching is not for aggrandizing oneself as some man who knows some knowledge such teachings they are they suffer infinite mortality they don't remain what remains is the teaching coming through the soul from higher circles 
through the soul to the surroundings. That's how Shraddha only enables the proper expression. So that's how these two are said to be the two products of angerous and Shraddha. Then there are four daughters. I'll conclude this. Because we have a long journey to make. There are many Prajapatis. Each Prajapati has given birth to so many profound principles in creation which we for which we have the potential. We have to know and we have to relate, we have to nourish them and we have to develop them. So it doesn't seem to be a very superficial subject, isn't it? It is so profound and it relates to us, it relates to the creation. So it is said that one of the four daughters that one has, that they give birth to is one is Sumati, meaning good mind. Good mind. Persons who are choosy of their expressions, they gain a mind which is orderly, which can relate to buddhic plane. The mind can be dis- can be disturbed, distorted, crippled through irresponsible speeches. When we keep on speaking unnecessary things, our mind gets polluted. Polluted. So with a polluted mind, what is it that you can comprehend from the surroundings? Nothing. And what we think is right, that is another dimension. What we see, what we listen, what we, all that we perceive through the five senses, is it the help of the mind? The mind perceives through the senses. But when your mind itself is so, in such a disorder, and in such a crippled manner, what is it that is gains as perception? So if the perceptions are bound to be different, in a given situation, there can be different perceptions. Why? Because you have destroyed the beauty of the mind with your own irresponsible utterances, indifferent utterances, malicious utterances, critical utterances, manipulative utterances, judgmental utterances, so many things. Man has not yet learned how to use this speech. So therefore, when you follow the quality of Shraddha, your mind is... See how many exercises are given to set a good mind, to set up a good mind. All those exercises, this is the best way to create a good mind through responsible utterance. That's why the seers, they don't speak as we speak. That is why the saying came to be, silence is golden. Why is called silence golden? Silence is more valuable than speech. And you speak silence, Slowly. 
what is speaking silence we say every evening like a parrot may we speak the silence without breaking it how do you speak silence in deep silence you listen in deep silence you listen from the higher circles and that which you listen you speak otherwise you don't speak. we do speak for our daily routine purposes please get me a glass of water it doesn't cause any harm when you make such an expression to say please get me a glass of water doesn't distort our energy but if you say hey get me some water then it will distort I have to say, why people don't give me a glass of water when I speak? This is distortion. <laughs> distortion can happen very instantly when we do not know how to utter. There is a kind way of uttering, a cordial way of uttering, an arrogant way of uttering, an indifferent way of uttering. so therefore the silence it gains when it gains silence it can listen in the from the higher circles and therefore what is listen to through silence is spoken out we listen to voice in silence that's what we call the voice of silence in 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 india we say akashavani this guy speaks to you is your silent meaning the higher circles speak to us they want to communicate to us they are interested in communicating with us that is what the major worry of the masters they would like to communicate but we have we have no time to listen to them we are not silent enough to listen to them if you stay in silence you can listen when you listen and speak then your mind tends to be a good mind called sumati a good mind enables many things it can experience the best of the light the best of the light reflects upon sumati a clean mind we say you know a clean mind a clean mind can experience the best of the light which is called full moon light we have the full moon light coming from marichi but it can be experienced at the mental plane by us if we have a proper functioning with shraddha and among all the full moon lights we have or i have or we have in a year the best of the the most blissful energy of the full moon is transmitted during the full moon hours of scorpio 
Because Scorpio is the is the most silent sign and the in the greatest of the silence the best of the light is experienced that is what is called in the scriptures as raka 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 means that full moon light of scorpio as well in india there is a, a great orientation to the full moon of scorpio a great orientation kartika pournami they call it the full moon in the month of scorpio is the most sublime full moon where the deepest experience can be gained so therefore it is said to be the product of shraddha and angiras two brothers one sister good mind another sister raka full moon light of scorpio meaning profound experience of light and nothing but light nothing but light. this raka light which is the best of full moon light is also present in every full moon seven times it is it is available to us at the full moon point in every full moon see we see in the west our brothers and sisters we look to the full moon point and try to meditate around that point of time just before we gather and then relate to get the the very essence of the full moon people even if it is midnight they wake up they prepare themselves and they relate to the full moon point the full moon point is that point after which you get the next next phase the full moon point is the optimum at which you get the best of the full moon light that is called raka when it comes to scorpio the entire full moon phase provides that light the entire full moon phase provides that light therefore the full moon of scorpio is called raka and it is born out of our relating to shraddha and angiras so that is considered in the this, this this dimension has come out from the prajapati angiras in relation with the shraddha see if you have shraddha you can see many things around this place many people are coming for many years and many people are living here for many years but if around this place if you have this radha you can see many that's how this is see but if we inform those many things which are generally not visible what happens the group becomes emotional and try to build their own illusion so they are emotional relating to isn't it that's why a seer never speaks the the hidden dimensions of a place he lets the people to experience by themselves by informing what we do is we build the emotion and create many illusions around it many illusions. but that, that would not happen if you are relating to shraddha and there are two more daughters of whom i commence tomorrow 
Because I won't be doing justice to those daughters if I start speaking of them now. I would only mention their name. One is called Sini Vali, like cinema. Sini Vali, another is Kuhu. Sini Vali and Kuhu. There are some very sublime dimensions which can be experienced just with the best of functioning with the throat. Throat is the fulcrum. It relates the higher and the lower centers in us. Just because it is uh, posited at the throat, the center, don't think it is higher than heart. It is the fulcrum between the three centers below the diaphragm and the three centers above the diaphragm. Heart, Ajna and Sahasrara on one side. Solar plexus, sacral and Mooladhara on the other side. These two are, their fulcrum is the throat, therefore throat is important. And throat is humanity. So for humanity to realize the three lower words and the three upper words, this, the, the doors are open through throat. That's why initiating humanity is called initiating the throat center. When the throat center is initiated, a man turns out to be an initiate in the sense he realizes in him the higher planes as also the lower planes. So thank you. We will continue tomorrow.